recording and welcome to the lockdown episode three and we move away from surfing in this episode and we go all the way across to the US of A to chat to one of BMX's <laughs> big superstars, Mr. Kevin Peraza. Yo, how, how's everyone? How's it going, Kai? Been a while now, a year, you know, and, you know, luckily, uh, I mean, sadly, I would say now we, we don't get to hang out this year, but hopefully soon. Yeah, I mean, uh, may as well get straight into that. Obviously, you come across every year for Ultimate X, um, at, um, which has been at Sun City the last few years. And it literally was like a few days before the event. The whole oh, prior, before. yeah. And um, Corona kind of forced everything off. And, and obviously, a lot of you guys couldn't risk traveling because you wouldn't have got back into the States. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had flights booked, everything, you know. And uh, like I said... Ready to go. South Africa is always an incredible place to visit. Nevertheless, you know, we have Ultimate X, you know, in Sun City Resort, which is which is an incredible location, incredible event, the vibe, the energy, just just the whole accommodation, everyone that puts the event on, you know, you announcing the event, you know, and just just the whole atmosphere of the event is incredible. So I was super bummed, you know, obviously, we're all going through the same thing right now. But um, this close to going jumping on my flight, literally, Two or two days prior, we had to cancel flights because um, we had connections in Europe to fly to South Africa, and that was when there was obviously the Europe travel ban to the U.S. So um, obviously, you know, health comes first. You know, in the event, I hope the event will be around for many more years to come, so we can continue going. And I think, um, as of right now, you know, uh, go with the flow. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, it's been. Um hard lockdown here in South Africa since basically the week after, you know, Ultimate X would have happened. Uh, we're only allowed to go out for supplies and uh, to, to go to medical attention. Basically, that's it. It's been uh, four weeks almost. We're looking at next Thursday possibly being a kind of relaxation of our lockdown here. Obviously, you guys have also been pretty strict, but um, I was speaking to Brendan Gibbons and uh, he was saying, you know, he can still go surf, he can still get his exercise in, even though he's in a lockdown. Oh, crazy. How, crazy. How's it been for yeah. you? I mean, um, I've been on lockdown now for, I would say, the last month. I would say since, since Ultimate X, I was inside for maybe four, five weeks, four, four weeks, I, would, I believe. I mean, we're in April now. I, I would say we're going on our, our two months now of, of being on, on, on a lockdown, you know. And in Southern California, I'm in San Diego now. I moved from Arizona to, to San Diego literally beginning of February, you know. And, and then obviously every, everything started closing down. You're not allowed to surf. All the skate parks got complete, completely closed down. Same as, same as South Africa. You can only go out for, super, for, for groceries, medical attention obviously hospitals, postal, whatever it may be. Uh, banks are only open. Like, obviously, banks have the, the bulletproof windows, so those are still open and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm outside in my, in my public park that's technically closed, and so I, I literally can't cross over these caution tapes. Um, so get a little bit of sun whenever I can and try to walk out and not get in trouble. But um, it's one of those things where – where, yeah, you, you technically can't be outside without a mask. It's one of those things where, I mean, I'm not the only one that's dealing with it, you know. Um, I, I don't have a backyard skate park. I've been riding my parking garage because I have no other choice. 
and um some some dudes obviously are lucky luckier than others pat casey for example good friend of mine he has a backyard setup he just stays home anyway so um obviously social media has been keeping us all connected and stuff but but still you know obviously doing online chats with you and, and meeting up with people online is, is our only resource resource right now with with staying in contact with our friends and family um i haven't been able to go home and visit my family i'm only five six hours away from arizona I haven't been haven't been able, able to go because they're they're on the same thing same boat same lockdown so um it is what it is you know and i think god's telling us something it's uh if we can if we can look into what's happening i think, I think he's just telling us to slow down appreciate the little things obviously yesterday was earth earth day um how much has the the world cleared up you know clear clear skies clear waters um i think we're the problem in the world i think we need to realize what we've been doing wrong and i think taking the little things for granted like having a roof over your head ac clean water whatever it may be you know i think those are the things we completely forget to to appreciate day day by day so uh, this is a good time to catch up with family and friends you know good friends like you that i i get to obviously chat online with on Twitter and, and stay updated with everything that's happening around the world, you know, especially in South Africa. But, um, it's crazy, man. It's, it really is Some, different times. I don't think my grandparents, your grandparents have ever lived through anything like this. So. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting too, because obviously, you know, we work in what is effectively an events based industry. I mean, we're in action sports, extreme sports, um, you compete at events. I MC at events and yeah. events. Yeah. And essentially, you know, here in South Africa, we'll find out later tonight if our president Cyril Ramaphosa starts sort of introducing uh, some industries back into work mode. But effectively, our industry, the events industry, I mean, that is going to be the last one to come exactly. back. Exactly. Exactly. Because the longest. Yeah, I mean, sadly, we bring in an audience, you know, we're, we're giving people a show and the last thing they want is social gathering. And I mean, our, our events obviously are on the on the bottom of the list of things that are going to get let back in, you know, in Southern California, skate parks are getting full of sand. I, I saw some in skate, some skate parks in Australia are also getting full of sand. We mentioned this the other day, you know, it's out of all the problems and things are happening right now with more than 20 million unemployed people in the U.S. and however it may be throughout the world. I think cleaning up a skate park is the last thing on their, on their priority, you know? And so that's, that's also a bummer as well, you know? So lots of things come into play where, where we do have to be going to events and, and obviously showcasing our, our, our craft, you know, your craft, you bring in a crowd, I bring in a crowd. And, and obviously right now we, we can't get to work, but um, it's good that we, we get to chat like, like this, you know, and, and talk, talk to people who who usually run into us at events, you know, and, and really explain that we're all in this together. I think um, social media is a good platform right now to stay relevant, to stay ahead, you know. I think you, you have a voice, I have a voice, uh, keeping people positive, keeping people awake and uh, going. <laughs> I think uh, everything will fall into its place. I think, I think, I mean, it, it's for the better, you know, and I think obviously health comes first. A lot of uh, my sponsors, thankfully, aren't pushing me to go to events. Actually, a lot of events are actually getting canceled, which is the sad, the saddest part, you know, because it's so strange for me not to be traveling weekend to weekend to a different city and hanging out with friends from around the world. Like all my, all my friends, besides my family and the, the local friends that I ride with, 
my best friends all ride BMX and they're all from different cities in the world. So I haven't seen any of them. So it's one of those things that it's definitely strange for me not to, not to do. So obviously I'm super hyper, super active and um, I miss riding ramps. I miss riding with my friends. I miss hanging out with, with dudes like you. And um, obviously the adventure will go on. Um, the industry will, will keep going. I think with social media videos and, and with chats like these, we're, we're going to keep it strong. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's good. It's good. It can go different ways, but uh, we just have to stay positive, stay, stay active, <laughs> keep it yeah, going. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking to Marcus from Ultimate X, for example, I, I think first reaction for him was obviously devastation. But there's been talk of it possibly being postponed and if events are allowed back later in the year, possibly happening. And then, like you said, you know, otherwise next year, I think we'll definitely be back on here in South Africa. I mean, it's not just us, though. It's, it's huge events. You're looking at like, oh, era, yeah. X Games, you know, um, all of the big uh, yeah. Crankworks events. Olympics, for example. Like Olympics. Um, and it would have been yeah, a huge crazy. year for you guys because, of course, BMX would have been for the very first time at the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- those, those are one of those things that, like, thankfully, we ride BMX and, and we love what we do and obviously I'm not saying anything against other sports, but there's certain people that only train for the Olympics for four years, let's say four to eight years. Obviously the country invest eight, it's an eight year investment for the country that's hosting the, the game. So I think of, I think of that bigger picture and I'm like, wow, it's not just my BMX events that are hurting. It's, it's big corporate, big TV, big everything, you know, and, and, and obviously sports in general are hurting, you know, and, um, some athletes have been training just for that moment as in we have BMX events every two weekends, you know, and it's like, we're pretty lucky that we do get to just ride and do our own thing, you know, as in certain athletes only train for the Olympic games, which is every four years, you know? So thankfully we, we get to just do our own thing and ride other events, but, um, you know, Vance Pro Cup events that, that are some of the biggest events of the year, you know, the fees events that are also obviously Olympic qualifying events. Those are events that I'm looking forward to riding this year. They're so big in, in BMX, you know, win or lose. I love going to the events and it's one of those things like ultimate X is, is, is on my list of events every year, you know, and, and I think Marcus and the team out there always do a good job. I would say incredible job of hosting the event and bringing people from all over the world. Like as, as a big family of action sports, you know, bringing skateboarding and BMX together, you know, that, that people will go back regardless, you know, whether it's next year or in two years, you know, and, and hopefully all this gets, gets going, you know, and gets moving again. But, um, as of right now, you know, I think a lot of us are still looking forward to going to all those events, you know, regardless when they may be, you know, and just give us a little bit of open preparation, I would say, from here to when they ever start going. But, um, like, you know, X Games is, is not yet canceled or postponed. Like, they have no idea if it's going to be one of those events, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, the list goes on of, of, of things that can be going on from video projects to – autograph signings to you know well, contest um, to whatever yeah like, like looking at options for for events moving forward you talk about x games i mean i i've been to x games back when i was in la and the the live broadcast is a bit deceiving because obviously you have the big grandstand sort of behind what's happening but that's pretty much it we're not talking monster numbers of live people watching the event and that was a few years yeah, ago. Yeah. So moving forward, what we might see is, is events like X Games saying, right, 
the events happening behind closed doors so they can minimize numbers and contact. But it is going to be webcast and you can watch it live. Which is, yeah, exactly. I was actually thinking about that recently where they might even host certain events just for the athletes and, and no public, you know. And obviously, if they host an event in South Africa, it's, it's a minimal number of foreign athletes that are going to go to South Africa. Obviously, it's not cheap to fly to the other side of the world to go watch an event. So most people will watch either a video recap or a live cast or, or live webcast. So I, I could only imagine if that's the future of action sports. I mean, I've never been to an Olympic Olympics before. So it's like I've always ever seen it on TV. So most likely if they do end up hosting contests or events that big, They'll probably just do it for the athletes, you know, and even then probably be super, super minimal. So who knows? I don't think uh, it's something to really worry about. It's not, I mean, it's out of our hands, honestly, but um, yeah. I don't now, know. Um, <laughs> look, looking forward at when, when you get to start competing, like you said, you're in a complex. You've been, I mean, I've been watching your posts, you're riding in your, in literally your underground garage, just to try to keep like the bike running. Um, we spoke about Pat Casey. I mean, he's got the dream set up at his house. I think he would have been the um, world's most popular BMXer to go on lockdown with. But um, how, how are you, besides just sort of riding in the underground, are you doing like a training regime? I mean, I, I know I've picked up doing way more sort of physical training um, than I normally do because normally I'm surfing so much that I stay fit. Yeah. But now I can't. Yeah. I would literally wake up and do basic stretches. That's that's pretty much it. I don't really. I mean, our the gym in my apart, uh, apartment complex is closed, and uh, obviously all the gyms in the city are closed. You can only go to a few gyms that are private. And I've been trying to go. They recently opened one up here in San Diego. That's a that's a private gym just for priority athletes and stuff, which is pretty dope. I think that's keeping me going right now. It recently just opened. So it's, it's fairly new to me to, to get back going again. But I was, you know, obviously a month, month and a half of not really doing much exercise and I had no other choice, you know, and, um, either riding the parking garage to play with the basics or pedaling up the parking garage, to do intervals and sprints, you know, and obviously a road bike and a trainer to sit there and just burn some steam and, and obviously think, and obviously the, the parking garage is my only, my only real option right now to, to training you know i'll be running up the part it's eight levels you know i run up and down for maybe half an hour and uh come back do some stretches chill and then cook something and do it all over again but with my bike so i'm not a big gym person so i don't really I'm not really stressing it but obviously i i ride bmx every day you know and so right now with skate parks being closed it's like what do i do <laughs> i'm not gonna go ride the parking garage again so it's like I don't know. It's, de it's definitely weird, definitely strange for me to figure out what to do. Um, I'm learning how to cook. I do a lot of painting and, and drawing, so that's been keeping me busy and obviously a uh, peace of mind. My wife and I recently got, in, uh, I got married. I'll be having my wedding, hopefully the end of this year. Um, but I got married, so my wife and I have been just cooking. cooking. She does a lot of likes. Thank you. So she does a lot of like at home workouts and stuff, but I'm pretty lazy. I just do stretches and stuff, but, um, <laughs> uh, just cooking man and, and shooting photos and trying to create content and stay relevant. And well, I mean, we, we must, yeah, uh, we must swap some cooking tips, dude, because, um, I've got some good ones there on the captain Kai's world. You can go check it out on my IGTV. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Some That'd be so awesome. Stuff there for you. And then 
I mean, Brew, obviously with your background, like I would dig to see what you guys are cooking. So if you're going to start putting some cooking stuff up, I want to see it. Okay. I know. I'm going to start making some videos. <laughs> Mexican cuisine. I'm actually well, my pescatarian. Favorite. My I'm favorite. Only, <laughs> Uh, I'm not vegan, but uh, I, I don't eat uh, dairy or any animal products. Um, only fish. Fish is the only animal, obviously, the meat product I eat. Um, everything else, it, it's all plant-based. And um, so my diets are a little bit different, obviously, with the Mexican culture. I do love the spicy food, yet, yet not as spicy as, as real Mexicans. But um, I just sit. I just prepare. Honestly, my wife does all the all the cooking and stuff. I just prepare and get it all sorted. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm learning. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know what else. Been well, getting crafty. Time, a lot of my. What's up? Next time you're out here, we're gonna put you to the test at the the mongoose <laughs> enclave, and we're gonna make you cook. And, and <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll we can try. even have a cook off. We'll, we'll see. We'll get the whole mongoose team. Right, man. I'll cook-off. have to bring. Yeah, that'd be so sick. I have to bring my own spices and my own sauces. <laughs> Epic. Now, um, I mean, we talk about what's going on in the world right now. A lot of people are obviously depressed. A lot of people are scared. Um, this is a time when certainly I've been advocating after my work with November about like talking to people and facing your fears. Don't like keep it in. If you need to talk to someone, speak to someone. And it made me think actually of a, a story with you in that one of the first or second time you came in Cape Town, we went to go snorkeling with seals. Oh, and my God. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you are scared of the water. It's, it's a real fear I'm for afraid, you. I'm so afraid, yeah. And, but but it's, it's one of those. I mean, but you kind of got it together that day and you faced your fears and you got in the water like where there are great whites swimming <laughs> around and, and you came and did oh it. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things I think in everyday life, we we're afraid of many things, you know, stepping out of our comfort zone is one of, one of the biggest challenges that we all face, you know, and, and to me, I grew up in Arizona. I, I don't, I don't have an ocean, you know, um, my mom is actually from a small beach town in Mexico. Um, but I didn't grow up there, you know, and, and going into the ocean is, is a completely different thing than to just swimming in a pool. You know, the current's stronger, you know, there's waves, there's millions of eyes looking at you, whether they, they want to bite or not, you know. And, and in South Africa, there's, you have some of the biggest great white shark breeding grounds. So it's, like, it's uncomfortable, man. It really is, you know. And, and obviously, the water's freezing cold, you know. It's, not, it's, it's super different from what I, I grew up, you know. I have 110 degree dry weather no water no no lakes nothing you know and going to south africa and the waters i don't know freezing cold wetsuit you're still freezing okay town's cold it's 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 cold yeah it really is and and obviously you know there's 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 a bunch of things that that could potentially eat you if they wanted to but um i think at the end of the day it was one of those things where i looked over and i saw table mountain and clouds falling off of it and i remember where I was with who with who I was you know and and I was like I'm gonna regret this for the rest of my life if I don't do this now and I think a lot of people are afraid to take that step and obviously it's not a race where we're not competing against each other but that was a, a huge step for me to go swimming in the ocean without a life jacket without you know like I'm afraid I really am I'm not a powerful swimmer I'll be honest I I want to learn how to swim in the ocean because it, it looks incredible you know and I've slowly been falling into into that, you know, and 
but that that was one of my biggest challenges. Why? Because I I didn't think I was gonna make it out alive. <laughs> you know, and the worst part about it was our our guide. He said, "Oh, by the way, if I do this, it means shark just swims to the kelp." Like it, like it, like it, like it was a dog, like they're dogs. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, dude, like you couldn't have said this like half an hour ago, but you know, we saw, we saw those, uh, South African dolphins, you know, on the way there, it, it was so, so majestic. You know, I'd never seen a sea lion so close before. I'd never put on a wetsuit before, you know, I'd, I'd never been out that far in, in, in the water, you know? And, and so it was like, despite the fear, it was I gained so much that day that that it, that it's still one of my most memorable moments of South Africa, you know. And that, that I think that was my first trip to South Africa. I think we even we did shark diving. I think like a few days after that, anyways, you know. So it was like, this is cool, you know. It was, it was super different to me. And obviously, you're you're in one of the greatest cities in the world. And like I said, you look you look at at the city behind you and and the mountains and just how everything is, you know. And and you really do fall in love, you know. And so. I think in an everyday life situation, if we don't step out of our comfort zone, then why are we, why are we living? You know, I think to be better, you must take that step, you know, and, and obviously simple things like jumping in the ocean for me were a big step and, and, I, and I'm proud of myself. So little by little, I've slowly been jumping into the ocean more comfortably. Um, obviously, I'm still afraid, but um, I think at the end of the day, if you don't do things that, that scare you, then, then what's the excitement about so yeah I mean I'm super thankful for that that moment you know you gave us an incredible incredible tour that that week and obviously you know some of the most unforgettable trips in my life I've been to Cape Town or South Africa in general so big thanks for that (laughs) we always like having you man and um, you know next time once you're a bit more comfortable we'll get you in the surf as well and we'll start getting the surf journey going yeah um, that would be so that would be so sick I've got some questions here from the South African BMX crew because um, a whole bunch of them heard I was going to be interviewing you. So Malcolm Mo Peters, who's of course uh, your teammate on Van yeah. Monster, he says, and I mean I this is a Malcolm. question. <laughs> this is a question I wanted to ask as well: Is does stretching out big Superman seat grabs require any special form of yoga? Yes, I believe you know if if you're going to be extending <laughs> that far you you have to be able to do it on flat which is doing a little bit of yoga and I think I'm not a professional yogi I don't I don't do it you know 5 10 times a day but enough to stay in in shape and enough to be able to pull the legs back you know and I think that's one of those tricks where if you can potentially get your body in the way you want it to be on a yoga stretch, you know, then, 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 you know, the feel, you know, the muscles, you understand the muscle formation of how you need to feel when you are in the air, you know? And, and obviously the trick is the trick's been around for, for years, man. Like growing up in, in BMX, I was reading magazines and, and looking up to guys like Corey Nastasio and he was doing the biggest Superman secrets. And I thought they were so dirty, you know, and TJ Lavin and, and the list goes on, you know, and to me it was like, how big can you do the Superman C grab? And and maybe it's not a hard trick. Maybe it's everyone can do it, but it's like, how can you do it? It's like, it's how you do it. And I think at the end of the day, it's like, I, I'm working hard to make that trick look better and better even to the day, you know? And so if I can bring that trick to a contest and do it the best of in the day, regardless my my placing, then then I did something that I wanted to do and I'm happy. So Yes, it involves a little bit of stretching. Obviously, you want your body to 
to bend in, in the craziest way, then you must work, you know, you must work prior and you must polish that diamond of, of your body. So, um, yes, yes, it does. I, I would say <laughs> getting well, off of the topic so much. I, I, I definitely go answer. <laughs> I'll definitely vote for you being the biggest Superman seat grabs I've ever seen. So moving on, uh, Malcolm, Malcolm's second question. And I mean, Malcolm's one of the OGs of BMX in South Africa. So I'll let him have two. He says, are the rumors true that you keep Russian dwarf hamsters in your front wheel for added nose wheelie babbles? <laughs> Not true. I just hold my breath. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, I just, just play in the front yard all day long, you know, on the street. I just play with, you know, with cracks or, you know, with, uh, what are they, cement lines, you know, or, or tiles, whatever it may be. Is I just, just play with lines, you know, and, and parking garage lines, like parking spots. And I just, just give myself challenges. I just, yeah, all day long just doing nose wheelies. It's one of those things where you don't need ramps. You can just get creative on flat ground and obviously do them switch, switch footed, underhanded cross whatever it might be you, you get creative and i think that's something incredible about bmx you just do whatever you want but um uh nose wheelies just yes it's, it's challenging obviously i'm not the best there's better dudes at me but um I, I love it yeah just keep just keep doing them i think um all right so tobias krunewald he reckons uh your dad also rides bmx was he a racer or freestyler do you ever ride with your old man yeah my dad started riding bmx when he was 10 years old he grew up in mexico and so they didn't have any skate parks they built dirt jumps those dirt jumps became a racetrack so he grew up racing with his friends but obviously bmx has this open culture of, of obviously rebellion and doing tricks and being different and i looked through all my dad's old photo and old content and he's doing big one foot flatties and big old x ups and turn downs and no handers you know and so and and this was on a racetrack jump, so Flatland was around and the same thing. So it was a little bit of everything for my dad. But um, my dad grew up racing, riding trails, and um, doing tricks. A little bit of everything. What BMX is, and uh, and just being rad. Yeah, my dad works sadly works a full time job. Uh, doesn't ride as much as he used to. Obviously, he has priorities now and stuff. So when we do get to cruise, I really cherish those moments. It's really rad to me for, obviously it's, it's very special for you to share the same passion or, or the same passion that your dad had growing up. And obviously his goal was to, to make it in, in BMX, you know, and for, for all of his sons to do it, you know, I have three brothers who also ride. So it, it's pretty special. I would say for my dad to, to get to session and, and play with his kids, like, like, like we do. So, um, I do, I do love it. I do get to session with my dad, uh, whenever the time is. And I mean, yeah, like I said, it's, it's something that most people don't, don't really get to do. So, uh, love those moments, get to cherish them. Like I said, and, um, it is incredible, man. I don't know. I can, I can go on. I, I talk way too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darren Duck Oakley, another, the Dirk, Anita, he uh, says, KP yeah, kills social media. How do you get your inspiration for your content? Being different, I think it's not just about, you know, posting BMX clips. I think most people get stuck on, on posting BMX clips. And uh, obviously, we, we ride BMX. I love it. But um, it's good to get creative, good to get different. And, and uh, I like shooting photos as well. So that has a lot to do with it. And um, obviously, social media isn't isn't a thing that you should stress about, you know. But I, I want it to look good. And I, I want to put out different content to be different, you know. And um, 
getting creative in a different aspect and learning how to edit photos and learning how to, you know, use different applications and, and just to post content, you know, to, instead of just overloading the feed with random stuff that's blown up with different tags and stuff, you want it to look clean. You want it to look professional as well. And I think if you can create content that isn't selling anything to you and it's just real regular daily life things, you know, and, and still get away with promoting stuff naturally, I think that's, that's good content. So, um, big shout out to Darren actually. He's he's one of, one of my good friends, one of the dudes that I actually made my first trips to South Africa. Incredible as well as with the whole Skabanga crew out there. Um, yeah, man, like I said, just get, just, just post different stuff I think was, was fun for me. And obviously you want to post stuff with your chick, you know, and be proud of what you do daily and the things you, it's not about being an influencer and saying like, this is my car. This is where I live. Like it's not bragging. It's like, I think it's about inspiring people to do different things, to do daily things and to, and you know, it's like obviously health, you know, diet, exercise, action sports, uh, everyday life things, you know, I, I am a normal person. I just ride BMX, you know, on the side and, and I still love posting my daily life. So yeah, just like I said, it's different content every day. Well, we talk about the Skabanga crew, the head Skabanga, Colin Loudon. He says, first place you want to travel once you're able to go out again. That's a hard one. You're making it hard for me. I mean, the last place I was supposed to travel prior, prior the whole lockdown was South Africa. So uh, South Africa would be would be the first one on the list. Honestly, I had I have my flights pending, so uh, they're already paid for. So whenever whenever we're allowed to travel, I'll just make a vacation out of it. Hopefully, get to run into all of you guys out there, Colin. Much love to to you and all the boys out there. I think, uh, like I said, you know. Darren, you know, and, and the whole gang out there were, were some of the dudes that really made me feel at home, you know, and, and the, the incredible part of BMX is like, you make friends from different cities in the world, and you just become this big family, we've stayed in contact, and we've seen each other year after year, you know, but we've been boys ever since, so much love, and thank you to all the boys out there, Colin, cheers, thanks for all the good times, and uh, South Africa's on the list, let's go. <laughs> now, one thing that will always come up when we mention Kevin Peraza from myself to Catfish to any of the guys on the mic is always that big old smile while you're riding. And a couple of questions. Dylan Van Belkham, do flies get stuck in your teeth from smiling while riding? Vincent, <laughs> Vincent Ligoni is, uh, I aspire to be your level of happy and smile when I ride. Uh, Jacques Ferry, I don't think I've ever seen anyone as happy or such a huge smile as you have on a bike. It's just the bike riding or lifestyle or whatever. What makes you so happy? <laughs> I've had I've had a few bugs fly in my mouth. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, that's funny, but um, I think at the end of the day, you know, you can't always be happy, and sometimes, uh, you know, and sometimes we we all have our moments when we're not happy. But ninety nine percent of the time, I, I do things that make me happy. And riding my bike is one of those things, you know, and so when I jump on my bike, I, I forget about every single thing that's happening around me in the world, whether it's negative problems or, or whatever it may be, you know, and I think BMX is one of those outlets that you get to share your, your personality and, and, and obviously your craft. And, and I've been riding BMX, I think, 20 years now. I started when I was five. So it's one of those things where it's almost like second nature to me to hop on my bike and 
as simple as it is, you know, jumping on my bike and feeling my tires rumble through the ground and, and hitting curb cuts, you know, it, it, it gives me so much joy, you know, and like I said, it, it, it's really something that, that I enjoy doing daily. And I think, you know, if you don't love something that you, that you do and you forget why you started in the first place and why are you still doing it? And I think BMX to me, contest sponsors, trophies, medals or not, I'll still be doing it. Why? Because it brings me so much joy. And I mean, if you ride BMX, um, you would understand, you know, and it's like I said, going back to the topic of making friends worldwide, you know, I've been able to make friends and, and, and family throughout this sport, you know, loving what I do, you know, and we all started the same. And I think it's, it's sick. We get to share that path. And I hop on my bike and go to a skate park. I run into someone that's your age that just started or that's been riding for, you know, his whole life. Or I, or I run into a six, seven-year-old kid that just started, you know, and we all get to share the same passion and inspire each other, you know. And I think it's one of those incredible outlets in, in life that, that I get to enjoy the most. Um, I mean, I'm blessed. I really am. My life is incredible. I can't complain. God's given me, you know, more than I could ever dream of, you know, an incredible family, mom and dad, older brother, David, younger brother, Victor, Nettie, an incredible wife and her family and everyone that supports me, incredible friends that I've made in BMX and out, you know, in, in my city and people that have believed in me and the sponsors that support me win or not, you know, and people like you that I've, I've, I've had, you know, relationships with, with going to events you know like you motivate me at an event and, and, and vice versa it's it's a big big cycle of life where we're this big ball of energy where you're announcing you know 110 percent of your effort during my run getting me excited to to give this show to the crowd and the crowd gets excited and, and it's one big circle of energy and you know catfish is, is one of those people that I've i've always been there to like be the hype and be be the voice of, of my writing as well so music and everything that falls into this culture of, of action sports is is so exciting you know and and like I said before I'm so blessed that that I get to do what I I love that that it just honestly keeps me motivated keeps me happy keeps me sane keeps me positive you know and and, and I'll tell this to you and to anyone whoever has this question you know and I think remember the little things in life and the people around you and the people that support you. That's what's going to keep you going in life. Like I said, you know, we all deal with our own problems, our own demons and our own, you know, crashes, you know, everyone crashes, but it's one of those things where that BMX has shown me in life. It's you fall seven times, you get back up eight, you know, and do it again and, and learn from that. And, if, and I've learned that from BMX that I've fallen so many times trying to film and to learn and to create and to do different things in BMX that when I achieve it, I take that same mentality mentality to an everyday life problem and, and I, and I get through it, you know, and obviously stay sane and, and stay happy, ride your bike, stay healthy, go outside, enjoy the sun, get off your phone um, and, and call the people around you that you love. I think that's something that really keeps you, keeps you happy and going. I mean, <laughs> I'll smile, man. And until the day I die, I think many of us are blessed. We just have to see the positive out of the negative always. So keep going, keep pushing. If you're going through rough times, keep going. Why do you want to stay there? So <laughs> don't That's go through hell advice, and, and stop there. Keep going. Yeah. All right. So last question before we, we run out of time. Nadi Stees, uh, one of the <laughs> new school of BMX's here uh, in South Africa. Legend, legend. Uh, Nadi's been laying down some 
faulty video parts as well. But he says, "Shout uh, out to Nadi." <laughs> when you ride, uh, what music are you into at the moment? Like, what is your what is your steez music for when you're out sessioning? It depends, honestly. The mood the mood can 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 be the the game changer throughout the day. Um, rap music is is always always there for for the hype, you know and and, and in rap music, there's so many different genres in just in just in one genre. You know, there's so many different styles from New York style. You know, you got Notorious Big. I can listen to Biggie all the time when I ride BMX. And then Meek Mill, you know, I feel like fighting when I listen to Meek Mill. And that's when I'm a, I'm going to truck a 16 stair or something crazy, you know. And and then you got like, uh, you know, Playboy Cardi where it's just like lit you know and you're not really paying attention it's just background noise or, or Lil Uzi you know or Travis Scott whatever it may be but um there's days that I just yeah if I'm just cruising I listen to Tame Impala a lot you know they're, they're one of my favorite bands well uh, sorry about that they're, they're one of my favorite bands but uh, you're back you're back what, yeah I'm, I'm back I'm back sorry about that um Tim and Paula, one of my favorite bands. And, and I mean, like every style of music, I'm not picky, you know, and I'm open to every culture. I listen to a lot of Bad Bunny. I, li- I mean, I speak Spanish. Saludos a toda mi banda, a todos mis, mis compas, mis homies, Latinos, <laughs> Latino gang. So I listen to a lot of Spanish music as well. And um, it, yeah, it just depends the mood. Uh, I would say rap music is, is, is the go-to when I ride. I think it's just, yeah, gets me going and, uh, and hype. Big shout out to Nadi. My little brothers are big fans. Shout out to all the SA crew and everyone that's that's really showing me support and love. Marcus and, and the whole Ultimate X crew, shout out to Kai. I mean, everyone that's really given me the experience, you know, I think at the end of the day, the the process and the adventure is, you know, I, I take two 13-hour flights to get to South Africa and, and I don't even think twice about going, you know, and it's it's so incredible to visit countries like like the one where you're from. And I mean... I don't know. Before before we finish, I just like to, a big shout out to like everyone that's that's shown me love. Kool Aid, you know, and the whole skate crew down there, like boys, boys, day one, you know, and 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 it's just, I think this this sport's so incredible where you create this family. I, I've I've said it multiple and many times, but I'll say it again. You know, you don't have to speak the same language to share the same passion. You don't have to say, you know, be be play the same sport, you know, or do the same sport to to share this same motivation and, and aspiration to be greater than what you already are you know and every day is a learning curve whether you win or lose you're still learning and I think in life you must you must take that step you know whether it's your first time in the ocean or 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 your first time on a BMX or a skateboard I think you must try you must get it going if you don't try then you never know if you can so yeah man it's crazy stay happy stay motivated <laughs> what else what else can we say well I think uh that's a pretty good way to end the podcast. I mean, that was a good positive <laughs> message. Is there any last little thing you'd like to maybe just give as advice to everyone out there in lockdown right now? We're in this together. I think, um, obviously, you know, a lot of people are losing their jobs and a lot of people aren't working and a lot of people aren't seeing their family. Call your family members you know, make up with the people you haven't made up with as far as like, you know, your, your friendships and people that you've had problems with. I think in life to stay happy, you must get rid of all this negativity, stay away from, you know, toxic people and negative, negative things in life. And, and obviously distractions, you know, there's so many distractions now for the youth, 
you know, uh, drugs, alcohol, money, you know, the easy life. It's get away from that and, and do things that really make you happy. Don't let anyone judge you. I think in life, a lot of people are so worried about people's opinions and, uh, there's only one, one of you, you know, and, and one of me. And, and I think every single one of us are on this planet to, to make a difference, whether it's to clean up the earth or to throw a positive message or to, to, to make someone smile a day. You see someone having a bad day, uh, say hello, you know, push them through this. You know, everyone's going through something. Everyone is, you know, despite, despite how happy they look, despite um, how how well they're living and how much money they're making that has nothing to do you know we're all on the same level we're all human we're all one race you know and despite what race you are it doesn't matter you know and i think sharing positivity sharing love you know we're, we're all here to, to support each other through the thick and thin i think in life you you must support each other to get through this you know you can't do this by yourself i i didn't get to where i'm at by myself um my family support and love and and motivation and i didn't grow up with with the financial support we had to grind you know and and i'm still grinding to this day i i'm not gonna stop you know and i'm, I'm gonna keep going you know and i was looking up to someone you know and, and still am you know and i was a kid at one point so i not uh i don't even know what i'm saying anymore <laughs> I, yeah like I still look up to all these athletes that I that I dreamt about hanging out with and meeting, you know, and, and I get to be one of those athletes to inspire, you know, do stuff that inspires people, yeah. motivate people and and live a real life, you know, and, and yeah, I don't know, stay sane, read a book, stretch, <laughs> eat healthy, take care of your body, your body's your temple, so um yeah, we. What else? What else? I think we, Big I love think to we covered that. it all. I think we covered it all. Yeah. <laughs> and the KP way. Remember to have a big smile while you're doing. Work. Remember to smile. Remember to smile. You know. And I think, uh, big love, big thanks to to you and to everyone that's that watched this long, long podcast and <laughs> my long talks that I don't. I can't stop talking. It's one of those things that gets me going. I'm good at speaking with people, but uh, yeah. Well, thanks to all my sponsors and everyone that supports me and shows me love and. And really, really guides me, you know, and obviously, you know, God first and everyone that that's that's watching us from from above that that isn't here anymore. And, and really, you know, just grind, keep going, keep going this. Like I said, you know, if you're going through hell, don't stop there. Keep going and uh, bring everyone money. Money is the last thing on the planet you should be worried about. Bring everyone above with you. Your whole team's got to win as well. Um, yeah, man. Thank you again, Kai. Really appreciate your time. Really oh, well, appreciate thank, all the questions. Thank you, Kevin, for coming on the show. It's been awesome having you. First time on the new podcast. And yeah. um, <laughs> we'll be launching this one uh, a little later in the week. And we'll send you the links. And just again, thanks so much for yes, being sir. on the show. And we can't wait to have you back in South Africa, my man. We really can't wait. Uh, I, I, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I know Marcus and everyone worked so hard to have the event going. Um, keep getting it Marcus keep going much love and thank you for all the times you've you've shown me and every athlete that's made their way down there I'll go to South Africa and to your event whenever brother you have a good one and Ty again thank you <laughs> awesome man thanks so much it's been great having you on the 